What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode five of the GVG cast. I feel like we're on such a different pace with this. Like I'm, I know. Yeah, three weeks <laughs> yeah, in, it's right. we're all, or it's, five it's weeks nice, in. kind of. Yeah, it, it's kind of nice to not be at like episode 28 by now. But uh, <laughs> as you may have surmised, given the look of the panel, I'm your host for this episode, Steve Bowling. I'm joined as always by my good friend, GVG co-founder, Derek Bittner. Ash Paulson is out on vacation in Las Vegas. I hope he's losing a lot of money right now. Uh, as you can be. see, our good friend and art director, <laughs> Daniel Alba. Daniel Alba is here. I'm, I'm dropping Hello. every night, man. It's too much to say. And... Uh, the, the one you might know is the man who calls me bitch. None other than Nick Sumas is actually like coming to you live from just another room in my house. How's it going? Hello, bitch. <laughs> Damn, we're starting early. Oh. I, I mean, it, it's, we've had him on multiple times that you guys usually guys are on the same camera, but we, with the layout we have, we kind of have to separate you two. Yeah. It's, he's not even in touching distance. He's not even. Nope. I feel so, no. so we're, you're too far away, man. I miss you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're normally on the same camera. We were going to be in the same room, but uh, we didn't have like a second professional grade mic. So I didn't want you guys to hear me twice. Hearing me once is enough. But, um, so, so you can thank your ears for, for the fact that Nick is in my kitchen. But uh, before, before we jump too far into things, uh, I do want to call out our first sponsor, the Game Orb, uh, who is sponsoring this episode. Thank you so much as always for your support i am winging it because i don't have the copy in front of me but the game orb is a fledgling youtube channel that does a bunch of let's plays i was on it recently ash was on it recently we played mario party uh his friend galactic reaper and him are, are kind of co-sponsoring in a way uh if you could go to their channels and subscribe uh if derek could you get that pinned in the uh, chat for me please i yes let me yeah we Sorry, guys. It's Friday. I drank a lot last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. You know, that kind of happens a lot when Nick's around. I'm, yeah, I've it does. Him. I am not the bad influence, influence. by the way. That's, that you know, is I, a bold-faced lie. You know, I'm, I'm still willing to believe that because I know Steve's other stories. So. That's true. I do have a lot of stories. Look, I'm drinking water. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, thank you so much to, to the Game Orb Galactic Reaper. They are closing in, I believe, 550 right now, right? Uh, I'm I'm looking it up cool. right now. Uh, but we recently played Mario uh, 450. Party. 450. Okay, guys, let's get them to 500. There's 84,000 of you. <laughs> just just 76 of you go out there Which, and subscribe. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of people. You, our audience is bigger than most small towns. That's a weird thing to say. Anyway, it's a very weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, there's got to be 76 of you that like watching me and Ash play Mario Party. So if you like that, head over to the Game Orb. There's a video of us doing exactly that. If you want to see some high-level Splatoon 2, uh, Eddie's also putting up videos like that. But anyway, I hope, uh, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the GVG cast and so many others, as well as TNT. Before that, you're the best. We love you. Uh, please go your, show your support to the Game Orb and Galactic Reaper at the links pinned at the top of chat right now if you're here on YouTube. If you're on uh, one of our podcast services, check the description below. There will be some information for you there. But it's Friday, guys. We're here. I feel it like is. it's been a long made week it. somehow. We made it. it has. Yes, it does. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Derek. How, how you been, man? What you been up to? You were you were telling me some stories before the show yeah, came on. Yeah, so... I um didn't get the best sleep <laughs> the night before. Thankfully, I did th th today, so I'm feeling a lot better. But yeah, the night before, I was up till 
1230 because even though Square Enix said uh, that the Stranger of Paradise demo would be out today, uh, typically for Nintendo, that means right after the show. That's not what they meant. It didn't uh, go live until nine o'clock my time. <laughs> By the time it was downloaded, because it takes freaking forever to download anything on a PlayStation console. I didn't actually get to start playing it until like 10, 1030. Wow. It was ridiculous. Um, and so I did a bit of a stream, played it, didn't finish until about 1230 in the morning. I was like, okay, time for bed. Uh, 1230 isn't late. Back in the old days, George Perwitt. <laughs> but when you got a toddler who is not sleeping the entire night yet, and he decided to wake up pretty much as soon as I was ready to go to bed, that's it. And he did not fall asleep until 3.30. Oh. Yeah. Oh, And then uh, he woke up again at about basically, no, the pets woke up at 5.30, scratching mm. at the door, wanting, wanting attention, which woke him up. And so... Yeah, uh, that was it. I am. I am up. Oh. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was up that long, and unfortunately, Amy is usually a gem, and helps me out uh, by just like here. I'll watch him for this little bit. Go get a nap. You know, recover a bit. Unfortunately, she had a migraine, <laughs> so she was dealing with some crap that day as well. So I'm trying to help her as much as possible while being in a complete daze. Eventually, she she felt good around. Um, five o'clock so i oh, napped no. until about eight so i was i was yesterday was kind of a wash but i am making uh good progress on a video i've been working on uh i you know i've been teasing it for how long i'm just gonna go ahead and say what i'm working on because nobody's sure. gonna steal this idea this is too much damn work <laughs> to steal this no, idea nope. oh god i am i'm doing a retrospective on um the entirety of of the Shimigami Tensei series. Ooh, we uh, that's a lot. That, that is fifty plus games. <laughs> that's a lot yeah, more. You can steal yeah. it if you want, Jansen. I I have a feeling you'll run out of time. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm covering every in this video. I'm going to be covering every uh, non remake and non mobile game. So that's, that's an impressive <laughs> that's level of 50 effort. Plus, yes. That, so, that is a lot of work to put in, man. I, I do not envy you, but I, I've been seeing the, the revisions coming through, and it, it's it's epic in proportion. <laughs> As of lot. right now, I am close. My goal is to finish it by this weekend. I have 18 games left to cover. I am currently on page 25 <laughs> of my script, and that's without editing stuff. That is, that is um, pretty so, wild. Yeah. It'd be pretty uh, interesting it, to have a Shin Takami Tensei like thesis for your PhD or something it, it like that. Yeah, yeah. Is a thesis. Yeah. Is, right? The thing is, it is intense, but it's also fascinating. And I think that's what's right? been keeping me going because the stuff I learn is really interesting. For example, Shin Megami Tensei is not used to describe a lot of things in Japan. It is is mainly kept to the main series. It is only used a lot well, it used to be used a lot in America because of um, the success of Shin Megami Tensei 3, which in which case they were like, well, that this sold well. Hey, this is part of the same sort of series. Uh, check it out <laughs> uh, type thing. So, um, yeah, no. Oh, no. Squire, it's not just core. I'm 50 plus games. Oh, I am talking everything. about uh, pers Persona, one, Persona 1, 2, uh, 2 Part 1, 2 Part 2. Um Digital Devil Saga, uh, the, the Shimagami Tensei uh, Pokemon-esque game. There's a lot. 
freaking just, just a little bit. Yeah, there there's a lot, and I'm I you know I'm not going in depth, but the idea is here's a ba- here's how they connect to each other. Here's a little story synopsis to get the uh, the the basics of the the plot, and here's how what changes they made to the gameplay. Uh, some are longer than others, but yeah, it uh, yeah there there is that. Um, and I'm not covering re-releases, so I'm covering covering Persona Five, not Royal. Covering Persona Four, not Golden. Again, not That's re-releases, only original a releases. Lot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. still a lot. So I feel like I know more about uh, Shimagami Tensei than most people at this point. <laughs> That's the yeah. cool thing. Like yeah. this is going to be the premier video for people to learn about the entirety of the Shimagami Tensei series. So I really hope this video does well. I think it will. I, I hope so. I, I will say with uh, it was inspired by the release of Soul Hackers 2, just me looking into it or the reveal of Soul Hackers 2. Uh, it, it, it's that game is like five layers deep in far of spinoffs. It is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I, I can believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. I've taken a cursory look at the series and i had no idea after looking at your script like how many games there were like when i thought oh it'll be like five ten games like not a lot no. and, and then when you started getting into the we're talking what like 50 something games something like, like that i I, is... I have some dedicated uh smt friends like Catherine, who did our analysis for smt5 there's games on this list that she didn't know about whoa <laughs> I... the rabbit that's, hole that's... goes deep yes it's it pretty does. wild yeah. It's, it's it's intense, and I am not. Uh, I, another thing is, I'm not splitting into parts. I want to do this as one complete video because something I learned from my release of uh, my Metroid movie, splitting up doesn't work too well. The, the later parts always get less views, and I'd rather do the Kadikaris oh. method and just have it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that way it's all all there Makes available. Sense. So my goal is to have it ready by the end of March. Nice. Um, so. Awesome. Got to give me some time. I'm trying. Uh, I I can have a lot of other content up until that point. But there it is. That's that's what I've been working on and teasing Whew. for how long. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, Daniel. Daniel, how have you been, man? Like, what have you been up to? I've been good. Um, unlike Derek, who's producing a movie right now. Um, <laughs> I, know, right? I I only really... my second one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I um. Just this week, I released my first actual like scripted video for Good Vibes Gaming, and that was exciting. It's yeah. only five minutes long, but that's the whole point of the format. Um, I, I wanted this to be a lot shorter. Like I was going to put this on Twitter as like a test, like a two-minute, 20-second video, and I got too ambitious with it, and it became longer and longer, and then I put out what I had, just like the four minutes or so, in um, for, for, for our, our little crew to see. And, and everyone was very very kind and positive about it and it was like why don't we just make this a feature for the for the for the day and so i i added more to it and we released it and everyone was very kind <laughs> as far as like reception for it more so than i was expecting because i wasn't sure if like my style my humor was gonna fly with everybody but... it was great mm-hmm. and yeah actually I, I, saw, I was like yeah this is this is channel material <laughs> <laughs> actually that's the first time i heard your your opinion on it steve i, I the whole time we were just kind of it just kind of went over everyone uh, when I was trying to get it out, but I'm glad you like it too. Uh, it's, I was it's... I was quiet out of jealousy. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's no, fantastic. No. You did you did it's great. Plotting work. your demise. Exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. How do that, I hide that's... a body? This is your first and only video. Yeah, that's the only one I'm gonna have out there. Yeah, no, it was it was interesting because um, 
we we don't really have any content that length. Everything's kind of like um, uh, features that are twenty minutes or so long or longer, or like our discussions or the podcast itself. So yeah, um, if if certain things come up in the future that I could think of, I'll probably think about doing more in the future. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what. Ooh. If I get some yeah. ideas from the crew, we'll see what can what can happen one day. But uh, but yeah, that that was a trip, and just. Uh, as we'll discuss later, I've been playing certain games of certain reputations that have come out this week. That sounds uh, good and bad. way worse than you're probably intending it to sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dan- Daniel Alba. To say that Daniel has visited the red light district this this week. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh, oh no! Boy. Do we? Oh, we froze froze so bad it froze uh, Daniel's camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I always there, there I have a fixed button. Don't worry, but but yeah, that's more or less my week uh, and and day job stuff. But what can you do about that? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, great work on that video, though. By the way, like it, it oh, yeah, really absolutely. is fantastic. I I thought it was hilarious. I I like that Breath of the Wild invented vistas. <laughs> that's that's gonna be something that, <laughs> oh that becomes part of my lexicon from now on. <laughs> I, my favorite bit has to be the Mario thirty five one, where it just gets Daniel snapped oh. as I'm describing how much I enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> I, poor Mario. I, I my favorite is still the GameCube joke of the you wait your turn and you're okay. Okay, you can be out there. It's nice oh, subtle like, joke. Mario yeah. Sunshine. That's like yeah. allowed to be on there. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mario. I guess I'm just better for short term stuff. I I don't don't sell it's yourself easier. short. But <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was a great like I you came out of a cannon with that one man like it was really exciting to see you kind of like have so much energy and enthusiasm like I think all your energy goes towards walking uphill generally but uh, <laughs> see, seeing you apply it to uh, content creation was really cool man you did a great job I I've been harnessing this power I've been around all these talented individuals just slowly gathering their strength and that's where it all went to 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 that one video sucking the and... life out of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but he definitely has more life energy than all of us put together. I've seen it happen. Just <laughs> ask, well, I won't I won't rehash packs again. I'm just saying, man, I, I, I wouldn't walk a mile anywhere for a cookie. And you you did it uphill somehow both ways, probably carrying <laughs> ash on your back the whole way. Ash did it as well. It, it was it was definitely easier going down than uphill. But it, I, I think everyone's projecting my strength a little too high. I don't know. <laughs> I, I literally saw him crack a walnut with his butt cheeks. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Nick, how was your how's your week going, man? Uh, yeah, not bad. Um, I, I flew into town, uh, into Arizona, uh, on bright and early Wednesday morning. So, yeah, I'm aware. You know, when you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the pickup from the airport, by the way. Uh, yeah, leaving leaving the airport or leaving the house to get to the airport, you know, about three thirty in the morning is never fun. Um, but you know, when you do have a day job that you have to, uh, make sure that you attend and uh, <laughs> what you have to go to and, those. Oh, uh, well, if you want to get paid somehow, they want you to attend and it, sometimes even pretend to work. So, oh God, uh, I know, I know what a life. It's, it's, it's brutal. Um, but no, I mean, hanging out, uh, get to see some, some family, um, and some, some friends, good foods, good drinks. Good video yeah, game good, talk. Good vibes, right? Good vibes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, so before before I get into my my recounting of my week so far, uh, we do have a few super chats that I'd like to read out. 
Thank you all so much for your generosity and support. As is tradition here on Fridays at GVG, we start with Jaden Buck with a $5 super chat. Crazy question Fridays. Crazy question number 31. Holy hell. Like we're wow. 21 weeks away from him doing this for a year straight. The commitment to the bit is impressive. Um, but he says, uh, if you had to sacrifice any bone in your body, what bone would that be? Ah, man. Like, I don't know, like a pinky toe bone. Like, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but yeah. I'm getting rid of a bone yeah. I don't need. Does the funny yeah. bone count? I would. I don't know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll why get rid of that one. That one I'm sucks. like, is that a real bone? Is that was my be, first thought going to no, the yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm getting rid of. Do I have a wishbone? Like, <laughs> I'll get rid of that. No, I don't know, um, man. Like a rib, like one of them or something. That's that's a hard. Or like one of the many. Yeah. Oh god. Get 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 rid of the get rid of the tailbone. Also known as a coccyx, because that you don't really need that bone anymore. We've kind of outgrown that as as human beings. So that's what I would get rid of. I don't know if that's cheating or not, but Daniel flexing his. I'm stealing Daniel's. I know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Get rid of my tailbone. I guess. That's like that's like getting rid of your appendix. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta be a good dad for just one second because the kids want to play Mario Party and I think it's in the in the office here. So I'm just okay. gonna grab it and put right. it over totally there for fine. them to enjoy. Go I'll be right it. back. All right. While Derek does that, we'll go ahead and keep the super chats rolling. Uh Hudio with a ten dollar super chat says, Hey guys, nice. I've missed y'all and I'm glad to finally catch this live. I've just started Final Fantasy 13 2 and it's awesome. Ash, I know you have a soft spot for these games, and I'm glad I'm finally playing them. Unfortunately, Ash is not here. But um I I haven't played FF 13 2. Have either of you? I have not. I've I I've played FF thirteen, just not at thirteen two. So I, I can't really sure. give it a, a fair analysis, but but yeah, I've heard from Ash that he definitely likes that game. He, he will defend thirteen to the ends of the earth. Nice. How how about you, Derek? Have you played FF thirteen too? Welcome back, by the way. I have. Uh, it is the only good Final Fantasy thirteen game. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I don't love FF thirteen, and and that was pretty much my main reason for not going near thirteen two. No, thirteen two is actually good. Uh, pretty fun time um, travel plot. Uh, fixes a lot of the issues of uh, of the original thirteen. Has a fun little monster uh, mechanic where you, you your third party member is always a monster from the world. It's a, I enjoy it. I, nice. I, I had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, nice. it's hey, that's the one to pick up if you can pick up any of them. That works. I may have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531. Thank you, by the way, Hudio, for the super chat. We appreciate it. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531 with a $2 super chat says Ralph from Wreck It Ralph versus Emmett from the Lego movie. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. Ralph. Yeah, I guess Ralph. Ralph will wreck him. Clearly. Can Emmett build it before Ralph wrecks it, though? Like just any kind of weapon. It, yeah. I guess it works faster. But can Emmett rebuild his skull after <laughs> after Ralph Rex? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Ralph just has to exhale to Listen, to, I, I'm to not gonna bring back the uh, the minion <laughs> the minion conversation, but I feel like a fight <laughs> oh, no. between Ralph and Emmett would go similar to that. Uh, just saying, an eye might come out of a socket. Anyway, uh, uh, Becca's levels up with a four dollar ninety nine cent super chat says Square dropping an update. Four years later for Chrono Trigger on PC and mobile means I can actually play this game. Uh, yeah, I I am hopeful that this means that we're getting uh, Chrono Trigger on Switch. 
Just come on, mm-hmm. man. Like if you're updating oh, the port, you have to be updating it for some reason other than Square loves their customers who bought this game five years ago. Like there's no way. <laughs> they, yeah. It's weird. That it's tr- specifically like 21 by 9 support. Right. That, oh, yeah. that'd be, that'd like be extra white screen. If I yeah. remember correctly, I want to say the PlayStation 5 has 21 by 9 support for certain things. Hmm. And so right. makes me wonder if they didn't, add 21 by 9 support so they could do an eventual at least PS5 port of uh, Chrono Trigger. Because I don't care where you put it, Square, as long as it's on a console, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably also buy the Steam sure. version because it's like $10. Mm-hmm. If I I might even already have it. I don't know. But Square, you, when, whenever you do something with Chrono Trigger, you can just have some of my money. It's mm-hmm. fine. Exactly. Just just take it. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, just take it. It's yours. Um, at least I have Chrono Cross. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a really Reset. weird way to do it, to release Chrono Cross and then hopefully Chrono Trigger. I'm, I don't even need a remake. I just want a modern port of it. Uh, anyway, uh, two more Super Chats before we continue on. Uh, Jansen with $2.69. Nice. Uh, says, help Top Dog. I'm stuck in Super Chat. Well, there, I, I don't know. Top Dog, help him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the cry for help. I, I feel yeah. I feel like there's some kind of meta game going on here. Anyway, yes. uh, finally, Vedran Hotik with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, says, was finally able to catch live again. I've been addicted to FF6 Pixel Remaster. Remaster. Yeah. It took me a minute. Ooh. I was like, public relations? Anyway, <laughs> and, and the soundtrack is amazing. My Dead Space hype is real from the news today, too. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Dead Space announced like an early 2023 launch window. So I'm happy for Dead Space fans. Yeah, I'm not one I of them. I hope it's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the first game uh, and second game, uh, but nice. you know, I, I I didn't get a chance to really look at the news uh, for that today. Um, it literally was just yeah. a picture. It was just, okay. they, tw- they tweeted. I, I, yeah. I saw we have a little, uh, like a narrowed down release date. So that's good. Yeah. Well, awesome news for fans of the series. I, I hope that it's cool. I just, one of those ones that never grabbed me. Uh, anyway, let me get to my retelling of this week so far. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been one. Uh, so I have been, first off, for those of you that don't know, I've been working on a video about this center. Center. I, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to let you see it. And I am going to let you know that there is a Nintendo logo somewhere on this. I'm, I think it's in a corner or something. Either way, this is a piece of Nintendo hardware you've probably never used. You've definitely never used, but you've probably never even heard of. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about that next week. <laughs> anyway, so besides that, um, obviously, Nick came into town. Uh, my brother went to the ER. Uh, he is, yeah, that man has, like, an absence of luck. Like, he owes the universe some luck or something because they keep taking it from him. Um but he he had some mild heart issues and uh, he's he's fine like he's at home he's recovering but you know there was kind of like a heart attack scare or something like he he was not feeling very well and had to get taken to the ER they checked him out they're like go home maybe like sleep more and eat better you know which is always depressing <laughs> when when your doctor treats you like an old car they're like I don't know man like come in when it's acting up I guess like, other otherwise we don't know maybe you'll crash on the road right. Uh, I, I, I feel really terrible for him, but it is kind of like a funny situation. <laughs> um, so hopefully they'll, you know, but he seems fine now. He's, he's on two legs again and walking around, but, uh, we, I picked up Nick and, uh, things didn't really kick up until about last night. Let's talk about last night. 
<laughs> so, um, we we uh, we've been playing a shitload of Elden Ring lately, which is oh. as a, as I surmised a very frustrating game. But um, uh, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But we went out last night as we do to go get Korean barbecue, and uh, we went to a new place, never been there before. Just thought it'd be fun to go. We're sitting at the table, and we realize we're in way over our heads from the minute the menu hits the table. Because they're like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, it's 40-ish dollars a pound per dish, like, and you order by the pound. And so they're like, we have a group deal. It's $150, and it feeds about four or five people. There were four of us. I had a friend with me. Nick's wife was with him. And so we were, we were uh, eating, and... It was, uh, we, we started ordering drinks. We, we ordered soju, which for those of you that are unaware, soju is like a Korean rice wine. It's very sweet. Like it doesn't have a whole lot of alcohol content. You don't taste it. You don't. Uh, and it usually retails for about like two or $3 a bottle. Like it's about the price of a beer. Okay. Not at this place. Nope. <laughs> not not at this place. No. Uh, so so I think we ordered maybe about eight bottles to share between four people. So you know each three person, people or three. We, people. we did yeah, have a that's true. Driver. That's true. One of yeah. one we had a DD of course. If you're gonna go out and drink, make sure someone doesn't. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we practice safe safe. We were safe anyway. Uh, <laughs> the bill comes and it is three hundred dollars. Oh, oh my, my god. Yeah. <laughs> we we realized we were paying about $15 a bottle for these $2 drinks. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, this is why they don't list they don't, this is why they don't list prices on these. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did not like list that. the price. Until I get you. Yeah. It wasn't on there and we just assumed like, oh, it's like 2 or 3 dollars at the store. So it's probably 4 or 5 here. We were way off. <laughs> yeah, most most Korean barbecue restaurants, they have it. It's about 7 or 8 dollars a bottle. You know, of course they're making a markup. But no, it was it was probably 13 to 15 dollars a bottle. Yeah. And and, and to be fair, Jansen, bottles. we did we did Korean barbecue with Ash last year when we were out there and they didn't charge that nearly that much of a markup. Mm-mm. But it was it was wild. Like it was a pretty pretty rough time. Anyway, great segue into what you've been playing because I didn't just get screwed at dinner. I have been getting screwed all week by Elden Ring, uh, okay. and I have I have some <laughs> thoughts about it. But before I, I dive into my my thoughts and impressions on that, Nick, I'm going to hop over you because you've been playing Elden Ring with me. I have. Uh, yeah. Derek, what have you been playing, my friend? Uh, honestly, not much. The only thing I've really gotten a chance to play is I got to play, uh, two things, both of them demos, essentially, uh, prologue demos. I attempted to play a little bit of triangle strategy just cause I was curious about it, Ooh. but, um, that I, I, I was in the middle of the first battle when I had to stop. So I haven't made much progress. It's pretty boy. You know, it seems, it seems like it'd be pretty good, but I'm, I am not made no progress whatsoever in it. it it does remind me of tactics which is nice so mm-hmm. i want to find time to play more of it but it just hasn't happened yet and then i've played uh the first section of the strangers of paradise demo and i mean you might still not enjoy it because you're not enjoying Elden ring there steve mm-hmm. but um <laughs> Damn it, it's fun. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> the story makes no sense. I don't know if you've seen Twitter today with the, making the rounds of how the three uh, men meet and team. Yeah, form I did, party. yeah. Yeah. My that stone's is going. Legit. Yeah. That is legit. It is it, <laughs> it is legit how it all begins. They just like walking around and here we go. And 
all right, we're a party now. And then it literally has some text come up after that. And then they went on some adventures and, and now they're back to the king. I'm like, wait, did we miss wait, something? What? It feels like I'm in the, I'm actually in a demo right now rather than the beginning of the game. But no, then it's set up for, hey, um, chaos is causing issues uh, for, for Cornelia. Can you go take care of him? Because nobody else is really having any effect. And that's when you get into the first level, the first thing, and you get to see the more of the town. You get to see Princess Sarah, you know, more of the Final Fantasy One stuff, which is great. It's cool mm-hmm. to see that stuff. It's just your main party is all modern. It's weird. <laughs> they don't explain anything. Do, do you get to see the bullshit scene? Like, do you get yes. to? Oh that man, is your okay, reward I'm for, That is your reward <laughs> for beating the first boss. <laughs> okay, I'm playing the which demo. Is, I'm in. Which is chaos. Sold. So you get you get the. Yeah, you, know, you get your chaos, you get your uh, your bullshit scene. Um, and the thing is, the gameplay is fun. Like, it, it's, it's you know, it's from what I understand from people, it's basically Neo, except with, in Final Fantasy's clothing, which is fine. Mm. But, the, yeah, I, I've never played Neo, so I don't mm. know any of this. Um, and the job system is legit fun. You Each weapon you possess, you get to choose that job. So you have... Your warrior, you have a thief. Uh, you get a you get a want or a, basically a battle mace at some point. Hey, that unlocks magic for you, so you can unleash all that stuff. Uh, you can uh, you get a lance, and there you go. There's a lancer, and then as you go through the the uh, tier tree with that, you unlock more abilities for that, plus better versions of the jobs, and it really customizes how you play. And you can swap between two jobs at any one time and set things up. So I set myself up as a lancer slash mage and basically go in send off a huge fire spell or water spell to declare at enemies and then poke them to death nice uh, it's 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 fun it's just the story is incredibly dumb but the opening, <laughs> but the the opening cutscene is freaking amazing because it's just it's a recreation of uh garland or you know chaos whoever they wanted to be in that armor stealing away princess sarah and wrecking wrecking all the soldiers around it is brutal like if they didn't have that crystal stuff pop up after you kill uh kill people it it, it definitely um has some uh it'd be an m-rated game because <laughs> it nice. is yeah uh as far as i see moon uh, moon rota here asking the difficulty um it's it, it's definitely tough i it took me a f- lot of tries to actually beat chaos in that fight it's not even fully chaos i think it's chaos advent that they're calling them now um but it's also very forgiving. You don't lose anything. You're not, you don't lose experience or anything like that. You can keep throwing yourself against that wall. If you need to, it's just progress was lost. You got to get through it again. You know, it's not as punishing as all that. Oh, it is Emily. I, I missed that. It's M rated. I completely missed that. It. It's M rated. Oh, wow. Um, oh, man. Uh, and it is, uh, yeah, it, it I, I basically just kept throwing myself at, uh, the the chaos boss and it took me a while, but I did beat him. It, it's nice. I don't know. I, I I suggest trying it out, Steve, because my I... thought that this game might be better than we think seems to be holding true, which is not holding true for what Daniel's playing from Square Enix right now. But oh, no. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, perfect segue. Yeah, are we going to talk about what, that right now? Well, what, yep. what were you going to say before that, Steve? Oh no, I was going to say, uh, you know, if if 
my my expectations have been subverted nicely with Elden Ring, and I'll talk more about that in a minute. But so okay. I'm I'm willing to give Stranger Paradise a try. I mean, I tried the first demo, and I did remark at the time that the gameplay was was decent. Like I actually enjoyed the gameplay, but the the trappings around it were just so cringe that it was really hard for me to get into it. And I I I have a feeling that's not going to change. But no. like Ash has implied, it might go so far in that direction that it loops around and becomes funny, and. That to me, that like yeah. I, I love the idea of these guys just being so wildly out of place and not having any self-awareness about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I also like the fact that every piece of equipment you get if changes the, your way your character looks. So. Yeah, that's true. Eventually, yeah, he, they probably won't look. I mean, the face and the... He, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Man. You still have the face and whatnot. And he looks that's... like my gardener a little bit. And that's like... <laughs> like, I just know this guy. I just... I, next time next time he comes over, I'll be like, you want to kill Chaos? <laughs> I will say, there is one thing here that I'm like, okay. I, oh, I can't believe I didn't notice this until now, but good on you, game. So, your main party, all the characters you have in your party, all have names that are four or less spaces like the original final fantasy oh that's, that's cool oh, that's cool you know that, you got that, jack, that is a little touch jack jed uh i forget the other guy's name but yeah it's like oh okay clever it's dang it that's it's weird when it's clever <laughs> <laughs> but All anyway right. yeah daniel, daniel um, tell, i tell said us earlier but uh why don't you tell us what you've been playing i've been playing a very um anticipated release we'll say uh chocopo gp you heard remember about yeah. remember when we were so we were excited about that game yeah uh, <laughs> um uh, i don't know who in chat who here has played chocopo gp whether it's the light version or they bought the full version like i did because um there were some aspects about it that not all of us were 100 percent clear about when we were hearing about it and even in reviews there were some mixed reviews and now i know why because the game itself like it's fun like there's aspects of it that that are enjoyable like when you're racing uh it, obviously it's not going to be as as i don't we, we can't expect something as polished as mario kart 8 or anything like that i mean it's it's square enix doing uh, a final fantasy kart um and uh um like i enjoy it for what it's hard to describe because i enjoy it for what it is and and there's like a story mode it's kind of silly and cheesy at times but there's voice acting and there's so much charm in it like there's they they almost recreate a scene from final fantasy 9 with with vivi and steiner just having a, wow. an argument with each other uh and and the animations are the same and their movements and it's like faithfully recreating from final fantasy 9 that's the one that stuck out with me in particular because i love 9 um but then you get to to things where it all falls apart when right when you put up the game because it tells you about season passes and uh, you can buy Mithril, which is their premium currency, and that premium currency is uh, is um, on also accompanied by uh, currency you can only get while playing the the online GP mode, which is Gil, where you can buy other stuff like uh, Squall. It's something you can only uh, get with uh, with Gil, so you have to grind out those. Uh, season, uh, no, the, uh, the 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 GP mode in order to get that. But the thing is, with with the season pass, um, the Square will gift you a, a certain amount of Mithril to get the season pass, like as you get the game, so you can kind of like get a feel of what that's like. The thing is, when you get that season pass that you can afford, you're then allowed this branch of what well, rewards that you still have to grind out levels for. So you have to get to level sixty 
which is a very high cap and it takes a while i know there's some people on twitter saying how long it's been taking them just to get to like level 10 or, or lower uh, but the, the the funny thing is that there's an even more premium pass where you can get oh, all of God. that right Ooh. away so it'll boost you right up to level 60 you'll get cloud right away because that's that's like the, the the main draw for that season pass and um and then well the thing is i kind of bit this bullet here and i wanted to see for science what this was like so I um, there was a deal that they have. They're advertising it as a, as a deal. You can spend eight dollars and you'll get eight hundred mithril, and then another eight hundred mithril. It's a one time deal. Uh, I spent Nintendo gold coins on it, so they I outsmarted the system there. But, uh, <laughs> well played, uh, sir. But I I bought that, and then um, yeah, it, it gave you that, and it gave you enough gill to also get squall as well. But it, it unlocks so much stuff, and it's ridiculous how how weirdly predatory it is for, for being advertised as such a, a friendly kids game. And it, it's, oh my gosh, like, they could have had something really special here if they just did it where everything is within the game. But Square lately has to just add these microtransactions and make it feel like such a mobile game without being a mobile game. Yeah. To the point where it's just infuriating and, and it's just depressing to play because <laughs> yeah. um it's the characters are fun and and the, the things are fun but there's just not much to it after that like there's seven or so stages and they all have like four variants which don't really change too much mm. and like like there's a good amount of characters like there's a lot of the original characters and you can play as summons and all that but when it comes down to it there's too much that's all hidden behind a paywall and it's just you see a lot of people upset about it and rightfully so yeah i i think that makes sense i i can't remember who it was in our in our staff channel on discord today saying that it it felt just kind of off was that you daniel or was that brandon saying that it Um, felt like kind of uh the relationship with it was like the same right. as Nicktoons is to Smash, like it's yeah. just like a, a yeah. slightly like, inferior version. Like this is the like it's probably not to that extent. Probably with, as I was describing it, not like Nicktoons is to Smash, but it's definitely a lower quality. Where like when you're drifting, when you're moving, there's not that feel of like like that 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 tactile feeling while you're playing that makes it feel as good as as Mario Kart does, as as Smash does. And it, it's just kind of missing that. And if it had that, it had that feeling, it, I think it would hold a lot stronger. But like cars feel kind of light and, and drifty and not, not there's not too much weight to them. Uh, when you're drifting, you slide everywhere. Honestly, it, maybe I'm just bad. Who knows? But <laughs> but yeah, there's there's like that, that that element that's it's kind of missing from that, that that keeps it from being um, a, a really great game. And that's just without even talking about all the microtransaction stuff. Nice. I, I, I still want to try it, but I'm definitely going to just download the demo and give that. Yeah, a yeah. I, I, I recommend everyone at least try the light version. See if you enjoy it for what it is. I'm sure you can have as much fun with it without having doing delving into anything with the microtransactions or whatever free stuff they give you. But uh, but yeah, it's at least worth trying out the light version. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. It's a yeah. shame when a game that we're all excited for turns out to be disappointing. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad or yeah. a dud, but it's clearly not what we were hoping for. Uh, before we close this part out, real quick, because I know I have at least two Final Fantasy experts on the line. Chocobos, Wark or Que? I believe it began as... Uh, did it begin? It began as one and then... Got I, I actually the know other. the canonical answer to this. I'm testing you. Que. I think it is Que. 
It's both. What? Well, thank you for the trick question. question. From Final <laughs> from Final Fantasy Tactics, the feral chocobo calls with a boisterous wark, not the domestic breed's mild quay. Oh, oh wow. really? Mm-hmm. Deep cuts. Wow. I, I I remembered I remembered that it was both. I had to Google why it was both, so I didn't know it was tactics. <laughs> but I Googled the exact quote to get it because I was like, I remember hearing it's both, and I was like, I can't remember where though. So we've talked a lot. A yeah. lot about tactics lately. It, it, I want that game it, back. <laughs> but, if you oh, I'd it. love to have it back. That's why I was kind of um, checking out Triangle Strategy, which was which has been getting good reviews. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's funny. Square Enix released what four games this month. We got yeah. two kind of duds. We got two kind of good games. Yeah, Triangle Strategy seems to be the most consistently good out of, out of the group, though. I will say that I checked out the intro. I picked up Triangle Strategy and I checked out the intro for it. And I was like, okay, this is better than the demo. Like it's not as like long winded to get to actual entertaining gameplay moments. And Mm so I, but again, it's that trap of, I don't have time for this. And I know there's a hundred hours ahead of me with this game. (laughs) So I need to, I need to just foot find time i'm i'm probably going to push it off for later in the year but it's on my switch it's installed one thing that i did play i talked about it last week on gvg cast and i got a copy of it uh courtesy of nis i got to check out the cruel king and the great hero uh which if you remember is like that really cutesy uh turn-based rpg and it is absolutely charming i played like the first 30 minutes of it uh the tutorial section nick was there um But it opens on the little kid that you see in the trailer and the dragon. Uh, and the dragon, again, is like ends up being the big bad at the end of the game, or at least that's implied through the intro. And then, But the dragon sends you off on what becomes the quest to defeat it. And it's so worried about you through the intro that it's following you around to each mm-hmm. battle. So like each battle that you take place in, you find the dragon hiding somewhere in the backdrop, like watching you that's fight adorable. to make sure you don't die. The art's yeah. incredible. Yeah, art's incredible. So mm-hmm. far, I just have like a pot on my head and a stick, and I'm fighting raccoons. But it, it is absolutely <laughs> charming. And if you, it's out now. It's on Switch. Came out. I want to say the first. And and I eventually just hit an NIS up, and I was like, oh, this game's really cute. When's it coming out? And they're like, oh, well, it's out now here. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, thanks. Um, NIS has a reputation. Nick reminded me of this. But if you've never been to E3, you've never been to their booth, if you book a meeting with NIS 1, they always feed you, which is really nice. Like, it's a very considerate oh, thing mm-hmm. for people to do at E3. Like, mm-hmm. NIS used to have a booth on the floor, but they started just running, running out a restaurant and, like, yeah. telling people, like, hey, come over, sit down, eat, and we'll play games while we eat. Um which is super thoughtful, but they always were known within the industry for also having mountains of physical games in their booth. And they would be like, take whatever you want. And so they would just be like, here's our releases for the year. Take as many as you want home with you. And I was always like, well, don't mind if I do. Take one. (laughs) Take one. Take take one of each. Take multiple copies of each and give one to your friend. It was really funny because they, they were definitely like really like, upfront about it like if you've met them at the end of the show they're like we don't want to take this stuff home please just take it yeah <laughs> that's hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I it's, never visited NIS. I was always in the dungeon, so I didn't I will, know any of this. If, if E3 ever happens again, Derek, I will drag you there. You will leave with <laughs> thousand hours worth of RPGs under your oh, arm. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just what I need. <laughs> Just um, what I need. But the, the big game Nick and I have both been playing has been, of course, Elden Ring. And I got to say, y'all, like, it's got its hooks in me now. Uh, and and I, I actually think I might see it through to the end. But it is oh, wow. immensely frustrating, the, exactly the way I imagined it would be. So uh, much of today was spent fighting, like, the first major boss, I think. I don't know. Like, one thing about... I, I, I'm preaching to the choir here for those of you that have played Soulsborne games before. But it's like... They don't tell you anything. You don't know where to go. Like, I ran out of arrows, and I spent about 10 hours trying to figure out how to craft arrows. It was, like, eight feet away from where you start the game. I just ran in, like, the complete opposite direction. I was like, oh, there's a thing over there. I'm going to go do that. <laughs> and uh, ended up, you know, fighting off enemies that were probably well above where I should have been at, at the time. But... Uh, it is, it is definitely, once you get into the rhythm of it, it is very hard to put down because you kind of have yeah. that one more run quality. And uh, yes, Mar, Mar, Margit, Margit, I don't know how you say it, but the Fell Omen, yes. I, uh, Nick ended up dealing the, the death blow to Margit for me after I kind of just threw up my hands. I was like, God, Jesus Christ, I got to go do a podcast. I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that is the first story boss of Elden Ring, and it, it was definitely a very tough fight. We ended up fighting ogres. There, it, once you get into it, the sense of progression is really cool because you get yeah. that sense that, yeah, I'm not just getting like it, you're not just getting more skilled, even though that's happening too. you're you're getting stronger. Like you fight an ogre who would flatten you in one hit and then suddenly you're able to stand toe to toe with it and, and wipe the floor with it. You know, so it's it's really cool. But um very frustrating. Very frustrating, yeah. It, it's a game that you probably don't want to stream because you'll cuss at it. <laughs> but um, it, it was it was fun. Like, I've... I've it, it's very obtuse, though. I think it's obtuse in the same way Monster Hunter can be obtuse. Like, it, it doesn't explain itself at all. Like, you have to just indoctrinate yourself into how this game works and how the world delivers information to you. And, and there, it, it does encourage you to just kind of, like, walk around and look for things but as someone who has been trained for decades now to like expect a little bit of hand holding like hey uh if you go to the northeast you might figure out how to craft arrows like i wanted something like that but they're like nah man <laughs> fuck it like no one's gonna tell you anything mm -hmm. you're on your own <laughs> uh and the other thing that i find interesting is like Everyone in every Soulsborne game, they're a dick. Like, every single person you meet is a complete dick. They're like, oh, tarnished one, I guess you can help me. I'm like, well, you're just standing out in the middle of a field doing nothing. Don't act like you're special. This whole world sucks. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't understand it. Also, there was like, uh, I, I had my first experience with someone invading my game. Why do people do that? It's just mean. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not it's yeah. it's it's very much like uh death loop i had it's someone that would just that. wait for me to show up so they could kill me and i would have to run like across the map to get my runes by the way dropping runes that's kind of a dick move too but like 
Hey, good uh, news. You don't have to worry about that aspect in Stranger of Paradise. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, Stranger of Paradise. I was gonna say may end up being a cakewalk compared to Elden Ring. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> probably is. Yeah, I, I would recommend it if, if you're a, if you have even a passing interest in Soulsborne games. Like, if you've wanted to try, this is probably the most accessible, easiest one to get into. It's, it. Well, I will say lot. it's not nearly as punishing as Demon Souls. Like. Whenever I ran into something where I thought there wasn't a solution, there was always some kind of answer that I could figure out. Like there was hallways filled with fire, and I figured out if I fired an arrow down that hallway, I could stop the fire. And I was like, oh, neat. Oh, I killed Daniel. <laughs> He's like, don't worry. That'll happen. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll kill me. You took, you took his soul. All right. Anyway, um, I normally, normally on the show, we talk about gaming news. I ain't got time for that. Today was a boring, this was a boring week for games. Mario Kart DLC is yeah. coming soon. We got a Woo! release Mario date Kart for DLC Dead Space. Yeah, we got, we got a delay on um, Advance Wars, which. That's true. For shame. Yeah. It, I mean, it sucks that which... it got delayed, but the reasoning does make sense. Yeah. It does. Honestly, it might help it in the long run because. I do think I know so. I, I know if I had to choose between it and Chrono Cross, I'm choosing Chrono Cross. True. Sure. But also yeah. releasing a game about war during a war, probably with, with an enemy but... that is basically Russia. Yep. More or less. Yeah. 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 That's star icon. Oof. You know, I, yeah. the one thing is I feel so bad for fans of Advance Wars in the UK because the last Advance Wars collection got never came out because of nope. this, I think, or got delayed because of this. I believe the original Advance Wars came out two days before 9-11. Yeah, a yeah. day yeah. or two before. They're kind of cursed. No. Yeah. Man. Every every time Nintendo suggests doing an Advance Wars game, someone has to be thinking about it. They're like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> like, did, did we just start another like, war? Do I, oh God. <laughs> do, I, do I need to Informed. invest in gold? <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, earlier, too, Jansen asked in our in our chat how much does a bottle of soju cost in elden ring probably about five thousand runes right next Ooh. to a boss there you go <laughs> like, right. I, and actually Jeez. there is one other thing that's probably worth talking about it's on the it's on it's on our um thumbnail we got daniel oh that's how's, right. it, how's it feel to revisit the f-zero x f-zero x is back we're that, that the guy from captain falcon from Smash Brothers finally got his own game. <laughs> the, the, the guy from Captain Falcon. <laughs> the guy from Captain Falcon. Oh man! You know um, F Zero, <laughs> that guy F-Zero. from Captain Falcon. <laughs> that guy from. No, my God! I'm so happy to play F Zero X again. Um, I've been playing that in lieu of having a better racing game to play in the meantime. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, like. This game, I remember playing it way back then, and I think I only ever really played novice because the other difficulties were really hard. Like playing standard, I I cleared all the Jack, Queen, King, and Joker cups novice and standard, and I I did the first cup, uh, the easiest cup on on expert. It's hard. Like Mm -hmm. this game got teeth to it, and and the controls. I forgot how like slippery it can be. Like the speed, you feel the speed. And it's it's really hard because when there's 30 different racers in, in, the, in the same race, they're more of an obstacle, like a moving yeah. obstacle while you're playing the game. How, like how really... much of how much of that is due to the fact that you're playing with the N64 controller, though? Do you think if you were using the Switch Pro controller that you'd fare a bit a bit better? Or I've never played F Zero on the N64, so I have many mm-hmm. questions. 
I don't, you know what? I've always played with the N64 controller. I think if I try to use a different one, it might feel a little too foreign to me because I'm, I just, this is something I've always lived and died by. So <laughs> whether or not, <laughs> muscle memory is there. It definitely sure. would be playable more. Play, it, I, it should be more playable with a pro controller than other N64 titles because you're not using the full breadth of controls right. there. Available. The camera, camera button. Um, yeah, all, all the C yeah. buttons are just like optional. Honestly, mm -hmm. they don't have to be pressed during that. So, and that's one of the major mapping issues is the C buttons on the pro controller. So, I you could definitely play that with a with a pro controller rather than N64. But, but yeah, totally something that I if if you if you have an interest in this series and you have the availability of NSO, I would definitely give it a shot and see what you think. Because uh, even down to like it's most rocking midi soundtrack ever uh this is a lot to love about this game and it's so aggressive like they promote aggression like whoever is in first place or if you're in first place whoever's in second place they'll be targeted as your rival someone to take out while you're racing and oh, wow. you have options to attack as well it's it's kind of it's it's so metal everything <laughs> nice. i've seen f-zero just seems like always a, like one of the most brutal racers out there it's mm -hmm. it, it looks so hard <laughs> there's a literal mode called death race and you have to eliminate all the other 29 racers in that to win and it's just like a, a time trial essentially it's it's uh it's ridiculous i posted a clip earlier today where um while i was racing so the craziest thing is that when you're boosting that uses your energy right mm -hmm. and if you hit a wall while you're out of energy You'll start to to you'll lose control and you'll start to explode. Your machine's starting to fall apart. Mm -hmm. But if you cross the finish line while you're still disintegrating before you have a giant explosion, it'll still count as you finishing in first place or whatever race or place you're in. And uh, and even though you're you're just like this metal chunk as the victory <laughs> music, it's so ridiculous. And somebody nice. can like run over you and explode that chunk to to, to little bitty pieces afterwards. It's, it's so, so, so you posthumously won the race. <laughs> yeah. They won. They're dead. Oh well. Dead. Oh my god. Nice. I want this series to come back so bad. Nice. Next up, we're gonna talk about our Patreon talks, but before that, we do have one more sponsor to cover for this episode. I'm gonna normally someone would tell me to roll it, so I guess roll it, me. Welcome to my channel. My name is Straightlace and I make content and sometimes I've got Monster Hunter. As they say in England. I've got Pokemon. I'm gonna do something really stupid. I've got game design analysis. Fast and unthought out decisions can have some nasty consequences down the line. And I've also got Dungeons and Dragons. I like how half the party is cultured and they're like, it's just food. And the other half is, what is this magic? So feel free to stop by, say hi, learn a little and laugh a little. And we're back. Thank you so much, Straight Lace, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, huge apologies, by the way. For those of you that don't know, last night I did a fight of founder with Straight Lace for Monster Hunter Rise, and my PC just decided that it hates Capcom with a passion. Like, <laughs> I could not get Monster Hunter to run for more than 10, 20 minutes at a time. Like, one quest, and my, my well, I shouldn't say my PC would crash. The game would crash. And then uh, into into our second hour... It just wouldn't start anymore. Like the game would not start. So I uninstalled and reinstalled it. But last night, as I told y'all earlier, had a bit much to drink. So I didn't come back and try the game. I don't know if it works yet. I'm hoping it does. <laughs> but, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Capcom quality product. <laughs> anyway. Um, but we've all picked. Uh, wow. I said that so loud. I heard it on Nick's mic. Uh, we've all picked <laughs> topics for this week's discussion. I had no idea. I project that hard. Sorry, everyone. Um, 
So let's go ahead and start with you, Derek. What is your patron-selected topic for t this week? All right. My topic for this week is... Let me go ahead and find it here. There we go. From Richard Herrera saying, we're, we're, we all are experts on a game or a series that we know from history, story, and more. Uh, however, what is a series you wish you were an expert in and could explain all the intricacies of from history, Ooh. story, and more? Which... You know, after telling you guys about Shimigami Tensei, kind of called to me as far as yeah. a as far as a topic. Um, I'm still not an expert. I can give you basic breakdowns on those games, but definitely not all of it. Um, no, I I for, for something I wish I was an expert in and I don't consider myself an expert in. Honestly, it'd be a fighting game series. Uh, whether it's Blaze Blue or Guilty yeah. Gear or King of Fighters, whatever. I dig fighting games with a ridiculous amount of plot, a ridiculous amount of characters, and each, each of them have their own intertwining things and just knowing how each one falls into place. I'm a sucker for video for fighting game stories and seeing how, they, especially with, I think Blaze Blue is the, the kind of a turning point, point for me where it's like, oh, wow. So all the arcade modes are basically canon because of time bs so uh <laughs> it's there, there we go that and then they find a new new way to use that in the sequel because they get rid of the the time stuff i don't know it's been a while i've not played blaze blue beyond the second game so i i don't know but that kind of stuff would be kind of cool to actually know all the characters backstories know the storylines i i've heard that guilty gear is just as insane if not more so uh because I know the main villain of the series for I think like 10 games or so was just referred to as that man. <laughs> they did, they ref yeah, refused nice. to give his uh, whole thing. Um, you know, it, it's, it's dumb. It's fun. It's, it's, I, that's the kind of stuff that appeals to me. It's like, where, where is the, where is the dumbness behind this? How does this all fit together? And it, it, Obviously, if Shimigami Tensei isn't proof enough, I like diving into this into this and seeing what I'm why, what I'm in for. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's probably nice. what I choose. It's one of the fighting games, either Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Daniel? Hmm. I was thinking about this. I think um, of all the things that I've dabbled with, uh, I would really like to learn more about and know more intimately the the intricacies of like dragon quest because i i've played dragon quest 8 i love dragon quest 8 i love dragon quest 11 i haven't really i dabbled in a couple others but i haven't really gotten into that, those series as much as i could but um just like seeing how the legend of erdrick kind of goes throughout the series itself um playing that that one mo that one area in dragon quest 11 s where you're basically you know you're you're pixelated and you're exploring the different you're, you're touching oh, yeah. base on all the different worlds mm -hmm. got me really interested in in all these references and callbacks uh, I really would like to uh, just um, dive into that a lot more and, and get more intimate with the series. And thankfully, there's still series of games like Dragon Quest Three coming out with this HD2D remake, which I'm really excited mm -hmm. for. Um, Me too. And hopefully, one day, maybe games like Dragon Quest Ten or 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 I, what was the one that wasn't online? Was it Nine? Nine. Yeah, nine. yeah, that because yeah. um, Brandon and I were trying to find a way to play that together via uh, alternate methods. And um, if they could re-release something like that, because I don't think that one's been re-released like all the other ones have been so no. far. So that'd be really interesting to get into. But yeah, Dragon Quest is a series that I really would like to 
to involve myself more and be a bit more of an expert because those worlds are so damn charming, man. <laughs> Very memorable. That's a good one. Nice. I agree. How about you, Nick? Oh, um, yeah, Dragon Quest is a really good one. I, I wish I would have thought of it because I remember playing, you know, in, in the, the U.S. releases were Dragon Warrior, you know, one through four, I think. And mm-hmm. I played all of those in, on NES and SNES. But, oh, I think it might be the Resident Evil series. Um, I, I feel like... Yeah. I feel like there's so many characters in there, and I've I think I've played all but maybe one or two of the games. I didn't play any on the 3ds, but um, I I feel like because the characters are so, each of the characters have a lot of depth to them, and um, while they they talk about how they kind of go through Raccoon City and Stars and everything, I feel like a lot of it is kind of left. For you to kind of figure out yourself either in a, in a previous game or or something like that so yeah i'd probably say i'd probably say resident evil nice for for me my answer is final fantasy uh because i am very much a, a late 90s bandwagoner when it comes to that franchise like <laughs> yeah. i remember when when i i could not like i played a little bit of final fantasy 6 on the snes and but when final fantasy 7 came out like so many other people that were alive at the time like i jumped on and i played 8 i skipped out on 9 i played 10 i skipped out oh, on no. 11 and 12 i <laughs> i saw i tried 13 and i threw that into the sun as hard as i could um <laughs> And, and I, I've tried 14, and I've actually really enjoyed what I've played of 14. Uh, I also really liked 15, but I recognize there's a whole, like, six games I haven't even touched, um, yeah. you know, that I, that I really want to get into uh, and, and give them the, the attention they deserve, which is why I keep hoping, like, we'll get Pixel Remaster on the Switch, because I would absolutely play them that way. But, yeah, uh, yeah for me, it's it's absolutely Final Fantasy. I feel like that's a big hole in my in my gaming knowledge. You need to play nine. That was yeah. I, I feel so, like he'd appreciate nine a little bit more if, maybe, if he did it after the one through six. Yeah, so I was yeah. gonna say yeah. also also as someone who is like I I will be the first to admit that character design is super important to me and I I can't I can't with Final Fantasy nine like no. eight was pushing it nine I was like really this kid no, looks you, like a, you. Get, you get into it further and you you feel for these characters they are some fantastic designs <laughs> what is what is his name is it it's like with a z isn't it the Z- ff9 zidane, zidane. Right. Yeah. yeah i mean i'm looking at him again time time was not kind to this design <laughs> <laughs> like i i really like because as someone who now creates things with you guys like i know that it's a very collaborative process and i want to know who was like give him a tail and they're like okay i gave him a tail what else do you think we should do they're like jennifer aniston's haircut they're like do that (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like you know what i he really needs like a tiny vest we need him to wear like the shortest vest you can make (laughs) like i i want to know i want to know like you know that someone finished designing him and they're like fucking nailed it it's like perfect they, <laughs> like someone Shit chef it. kissed this design they're like i'm gonna sell toys of this <laughs> like oh my god i can't imagine like they're like okay guys like you were a little like cloud worked out he was a bit iffy they're like squall people seem to like and they're like what are you following it up with and they're like little lion boy with gigantic gloves like really really big ones and they're like perfect 
Like, I imagine that there just had to be, like, a mound of cocaine on a table at Square. And they're like, we can do no wrong. Like, Uematsu Steve, was just gonna, eating I'm it by the fistful. I'm going to put this, this image in uh, crew so you can see it for yourself. That's his design in the city of NT, where it's, they're trying to make it more in line with the other characters. Does that do more for you? Oh. Okay. I mean, like, it, it's definitely a better design. Except for, like... I mean, it looks like a gender swap, to be honest. Like, to me, I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> this looks like a, a girl. Like, I, I, I don't know. Have you, I actually, no, you've not played Final Fantasy IV. You've not seen Cecil. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting design. I just, I, I could probably get around it if I got into the story. Like, I, I can overcome this, but it is really hard going from two pro tags that go really hard in terms of their design to, to uh, a 12 year old boy. That's going to save the world, but he's a happy boy. And that makes him, that makes him, a, that made him really refreshing compared to cloud and squall. I, I like angry pro tags, which is probably why I'll play stranger paradise. Yeah. Bullshit. You'll definitely like Jack. He is always angry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, so move, moving on. on. Yeah, I need to play Final Fantasy. I need to get over some of the character designs, clearly. <laughs> um, Daniel, what was your uh, EP topic for, for this week? Oh, yeah. Mine, let me pull that up real quick. So my topic was from Becca's Live asking, did you ever have a time where you were too injured to play games? And if so, what did you do to pass the time? Um, this happened last year, actually. I don't know if you oh, guys wow. remember that. Um, I pulled a muscle pretty bad over here to the point where I, I couldn't move it. I, I, it was in pain no matter where I had it. I couldn't like sleep really well because the pressure on it was just not working out for me. I was at the doctor and they said, yeah, it, it's probably just something that a muscular tissue was pulled in, in a bad place. So I was on a sling for, for a good while. I think that was during the summer or so. And, um, I, I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't be at my desk. I couldn't design anything. This was thankfully before I had my actual day job um, that I work at with Brandon or with Brandon. Um, but with you guys, like I, I was just kind of out of commission for a while. I probably didn't say too much because I wasn't doing too much at that time. But um, other than watching shows and, and just hanging out on my couch, uh, I was able to at least play some games because I have two separate Joy-Cons. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't hold it like this or anything, but I would hold one in this hand and I would hold the other in this hand and I would just play a couple of different kind of games like uh, Animal Crossing or I also play a bit more through Xenoblade Chronicles, the, the definitive Ooh. edition. Just nice. something that didn't require a lot of like intensive inputs and in, in, uh, like like something like Smash or, or anything like that. Uh, just nice and easy games during that time. But I was really thankful for the Joy-Con design at that moment because uh, it, just, it just felt really comfortable at that point. I, I was able to move my hand without any um pressure being pulled on my arm but yeah that was that was a time and thankfully i got better around right oh yeah it was the weekend that um steve asked about that design to be done by suda 51 that's that was oh, the wow. first job that was the first job i did after like feeling well enough to be at my desk and work at it because i was super jazzed to do something for for no more heroes that was that was a a big highlight, a big motivator to just get up and do things again. It was kind of sore afterwards, but it was fine. I, I, I was nice. getting better after that point. But but yeah, that's how I occupied myself for an injury. Nice, nice. Um, Anyone else ever been injured during a a, a point where I, it kind of injured your gaming? 
I can uh, say I'm fortunate enough that that's never happened to me where I've never been able to not game while injured. I've not really gotten injured that much. And you, if I have, it's usually been, been legs, not arms. So thank God for that. Uh, but I, I feel like if I that did happen to me where I've, I got injured to that point where I couldn't play games, it'd be time to just binge movies. It's just like, well, there's a bunch of movies I haven't seen or I want to see. Let's start watching these shows and binging these shows. I can finally catch up on nice. all this stuff. That's that's really what I, I'd end up doing. Yeah, it's a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Nick? Any any game limiting injuries? No. Uh, well, I mean, I would I would probably say no unless playing games too much until your hands cramp is an injury. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've I have actually done that before, where you know you you sit there and you have a marathon session for twelve hours, fourteen hours, and then like your hands kind of cramp up like a lobster, you know, and you can't really do anything. Um, and so you you know the next couple of days you just kind of have to take a break. Um, for it to not work but yeah most of my injuries you know i, I, I sprained my ankle really bad um uh, you know had have knee problems but none of it's been you know really bad where i couldn't really couldn't really play any games and if i if i if i would have um it'd be the same you know i'd watch i'd catch up on some shows on some netflix and um i have a i built a home theater in my off you know in my basement so you know lots nice. of movies mm-hmm. um stuff like that i mean I, I guess that answer would be pretty typical i mean mm-hmm. And what about you, Steve? I broke my wrist when I was 13 and I was Ooh. in a cast and my doctor, or no, not 13. I was probably 15, 14. I don't remember. But my my doctor specifically told me, don't play video games. And I said, no way. Does not surprise me. I had a brand new Nintendo 64, and I was not taking shit from any doctor about it. So (laughs) I I cut a hole in my cast to make my index finger more accessible because, like, my thumb was like it was covered like up to just the tip, and I I couldn't move it. But I was like, you know what? My index finger is supposed to be able to move, so I'm going to cut like the bottom out so I can move my index finger more freely. So I would set my N64 controller on the floor and work the buttons with my index finger while I used my unbroken hand to, to move the, the analog stick. It was terrible and it hurt. Oh my God. But I did it. So oh the answer God. is what would I do? There's no injury that would stop me unless like you actually <laughs> removed my hands. Of <laughs> all the controllers as well, the N64 just holding it uh, oh, configuration. Yeah. oh my god yeah. proud of you steve uh, I don't, yeah <laughs> it was dedication i would lay on the floor on my stomach so that the controller would be even and my mom would be like please please stop i was like you can't stop me <laughs> <laughs> you've there raised a no monster force on this planet can stop me That's can right. you remember what games you were playing at the time oh i i played exclusively mario 64 and pilot wings because i i had oh mortal god. kombat trilogy and ki gold at that point but I was like, I'm not gonna lose to someone. That's that's terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna play alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, jeez. Yeah, don't don't break a teenager's hand. They'll just find a way to do whatever they were gonna do with it anyway. <laughs> that oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. Nope. Anyway, nope. all right. Well, 
Before we move on to, to my EP topic, I am going to read out some of these super chats that we have so we can catch up real quick. Uh, Nautical Noe with $5, thank you so much, says, Hey all, keep up the great vibes. Just wanted to let Steve know that I'm hot off the heels of No More Heroes 1 and 2, and I'm ready for 3. Uh, Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, it's a great series. We all know I, I have very strong feelings. Daniel has pretty strong feelings about it. I mean, he did literally official art for it. So, I mean, I, I can't even claim that. Um, <laughs> but I will I will tell you this. Like, my, my port sense is tingling when it comes to No More Heroes 3. I feel like we are due for, like, a PlayStation or PC port, which will probably run way better than the Switch version. So, if you're willing to wait, maybe give it six months. I don't know, though. That's Marvelous's kind of pattern. They let it come out on Nintendo. They wait a year. They port it out. So, uh, but if you don't mind some performance issues in the open world, then it's a great game to play now. Um, thank you so much for the super chat, by the way. Uh, Stacy UK nineteen eighty two with a five British pound super chat says, "What game are you still learning about, even though you've played it several times?" Mine would be Rune Factory Four. I'm gonna take the layup and just say Breath of the Wild because, like, five years later, people are like. Pretty Did you much. know this dog yawns on every 30th animation site? Like, there's weird <laughs> stuff people are still figuring out, or... Did you know you can jump off a Lionel's head and shield surf your way all the way to Hyrule Cat? Like, there's weird stuff people do with that <laughs> game. So, that would be mine. Um, um Yeah. It, it's hard, because our jobs here is to kind of be students no. of gaming in general. Yeah. 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 I... And when we learn something new, we usually make a video about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'll I learned some things um, watching Golden Bolt's uh, Ratchet Ratchet retrospectives. So, you know, big Ratchet fan, and he got some interviews with devs in there, seeing some of the behind the scenes aspects. That was that's a fun series. So, once again, I'll recommend that. Um, otherwise, yeah, as, as Steve says, I, I kind of most things i know or at least tangentially know so i don't i can't think of anything off the top of my head yeah i think i'm more like mechanically learning some things about um majora's Mm -hmm. mask which i recently started playing on stream uh you could do you could like do a a glitch where you the the infinite sword glitch where your sword is always active and then you can use that with uh your bombs to like do backflip and hover and backflip and, and get a little higher each time to the point where you can go into Romani Ranch before you even go anywhere else in the game and get your opponent oh, wow. that way. Oh, uh, wow. Things like that. I, I did that on stream and it was it was really gratifying to like see other people just react to the things that I show them. But yeah, like like it's so interesting to, to discover anything, whether it's within the game or, or mechanically like a glitch like that, uh, sequence breaking. Those are always oh, fun yeah. to find still these days. So, summoning salt is great for for breakdowns of like speed running tech and stuff like that. Exactly. Love, yeah. love that man and love his videos. Uh, what about you, Nick? Yeah. Uh, what series are you learning about? Um, I mean, it, it's hard to call it a series since you know the second one just came out uh, last month. But I recently replayed uh, uh, Horizon um, Neo Zero Dawn, and um, like you know, this is I, this is my third time playing it through, and every single time you play it, like, oh. I, I missed that part of the story. Oh, I didn't know that about Aaron or, you know, um, stuff like that. Um, sometimes they force you to read into the lore in order to, you know, to pass through, you know, uh, one of the little, you know, puzzle dungeons or whatever. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I, I just, you know, each time I play it, I've noticed that I've been going into the lore pages more and more to kind of read about it, especially since, 
the game I've been playing since you know before this week in Elder Ring was um, was Forbidden West, so still is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd say that one. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for that super chat. Uh, moving on, Tommy Dionos Archives, which I just I, I still love that name. It's so classy. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine just like bookshelves lined with games and fancy mm-hmm. drinks. Anyway, yeah. uh, with a Canadian $5 super chat, thank you so much, says, I couldn't get any enjoyment out of Chocobo GP Lite because I don't have a Switch online subscription. Real cheat for me. Uh, yeah, it's kind of part and parcel with, with the online infrastructure these days. Uh, thank you so much for your super chat, though. And and good word of warning. I mean, it's, it's free, so, you know, try at your own risk, but... Either way, Claxon uh, with $4.99 says, I have faith in the cruel kin- king given how gut-wrenching the liar princess's ending was. Don't spoil if you know. Ooh. Yeah, please don't. I, I didn't know it's part of a series even. I just saw cute art style turn-based RPG and I clicked. So um, <laughs> let's see. Finally rounding this out, we got two left. Uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531 with $2 says Monot versus Eliza. Monot is Street Fighter. Eliza is Schoolgirls. I'll say Monot because at least I know her. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's all I got on that one. Um, I need to look up. I don't. I'm not familiar with Minot. Okay, there's no, Minot. Skullgirls. I'll be seeing her. <laughs> and what was the what was the Skullgirls character's name? Eliza. Eliza. I know there's Eliza in Street Fighter as well. So that's why I was a little confused. Oh, basically the two Egyptian themed characters. Yeah. Minot. Um, Minot. Yeah, I think I have to go. Um, yeah, Eliza does have a snake. I'll go with the, I'll go with Eliza. Be different. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Thank you so much for that. Finally, moving on. Last one, we have uh, Thaddeus Feeney with a $5 super chat says, okay, guys, just encountered this question. Is Clifford the big red dog a kaiju? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, I will argue it, only if you consider the original King Kong a kaiju. Because original King, King Kong, Kong was small enough that you could yeah. climb a building, but and that's about how big Clifford the Big Red Dog is. I don't think that's enough big enough to be a kaiju. Kaiju is just a bigger version of what you normally would have the size of an animal. If it's a if yeah. it, a really large, exponentially larger dog than a normal dog, as King Kong is an exponentially larger monkey than monkey. So that's absolutely a kaiju. I will stand I, I on guess, I guess my thought yeah. was just kaijus have to be the size of skyscrapers, not be able to interact with skyscrapers. I mean, to be mm-hmm. fair, kaiju's literal meaning is strange creature. Clearly yeah. strange as hell. <laughs> that's a good point. And by yeah. that definition, yes. The, I'm, the I'm deeper gonna, question. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and, and also posit that Clifford is not just a kaiju, but he's also a Saiyan. He's a Saiyan dog that has ascended to God form <laughs> and is God. just stuck there. <laughs> White bread. That's right. What were you going to say, Daniel? Uh, I, the, the real question is is getting into minutia is like, is Sonic a kaiju? Because he's an exponentially larger hedgehog, but he's also a very strange and fast hedgehog. Like, is he big enough? Big enough from from a hedgehog. It's, it's hedgehogs are tiny little creatures, but Sonic's Again, pretty large. Sonic passes. Sonic passes the strange creature test. He's a hedgehog that sure. speaks English. He's blue. He's I... fifty times larger than a normal hedgehog. Yeah, that's why I think a size and he has fought necessity a kaiju. is kind of is kind of required for a kaiju because if you're trying to claim Sonic is a kaiju just because <gasps> of relative size. Oh, Helen, Helen, with a good point. He is not because he is normal for his world. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Planet, what have you planet, seen a normal hedgehog in Sonic? 
It's true. Oh man, we got so many questions. We could be here all night. Thank you so much for the super chat. Clifford is a kaiju ruling issue. Absolutely. Uh, Howdy folks, gaming with $1.99 uh, says late as always, but hey guys, love what you do. Well, thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Hey, we, we love you, you back. Um, and howdy. But either way, uh, so my topic, final topic before we close out the show, uh, comes from Feeling Dreepy. And uh, they say, what is your least favorite thing about your favorite game? And I thought that was interesting because Ooh. there's some, no game is perfect. And no. I will go ahead. My my favorite game is, is really hard to pin down literally day to day. So I'm going to go with Breath of the Wild because that's the one I call out most often lately. And I am just going to say it. Weapon durability. I do not mm. like I well specifically the master sword having weapon durability. Yeah. The master sword is supposed to be insanely powerful and the it's the sword that banishes evil and I don't like that it runs out of juice. <laughs> like I they're like, "Hey man, I've 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 killed too many Ganons. I need to take a break." I'm like, "That is not how highly his power works, damn it." <laughs> you should be ready to go all the time and never need to recharge. Like I thought I, I would have preferred that they positioned the master sword much later in the game, like made it to where you had to have say 20 hearts instead of 13. And then let me pull it so that it, so that it's positioned where I'm ready to fight Ganon. This might be the last thing I do before Ganon. Mm. And then, and then just make it so that it, it never stops working or, or maybe make me go through those side quests so that it, you know, when I did those those DLC add-on quests, the master quest for the sword, that that would keep it, you know, remove its its durability problem. But that's my least favorite mechanic. How about you guys? Um, it's hard because if you ask me, like like you said, if you ask me what my favorite game is, it would change from day to day. Um, but if I had to choose one, I'd probably say The Last of Us. Um, it was. I think the, the the story was just amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if a video game has ever made me cry, but you know, I I, I definitely had to um, to blow my nose. Um, and I'd say what I didn't like the the, the what I liked the worst about it that. was <laughs> it didn't make me cry, but it made me boogery. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'd probably say the tank controls, like the. It, it the the controls kind of started they felt like early resident evil controls where you're you know you're having to to swivel and um your your gun you know the pointing is just you know very you know on two, only two axes and so um you know you know as you start to play you kind of understand it and you you almost have to work around the controls rather than yeah um you know just playing a, a nice smooth you know fully 3d game i guess Mm-hmm. Makes nice. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about um, you, Derek? Well, my favorite game is Super Mario Brothers Three, and that is a perfect game. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. I was about to say, there's no such thing as a perfect game until then. Yeah. I honestly, the only thing I can think of in terms of what, like. I, I wish certain levels were a bit longer because if you know what you're doing, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 can be a level in Super Mario Brothers 3 can be defeated in no time flat, like 30 yeah. seconds. Um, For sure. So, you know, that that's always an issue. It makes it a little less, uh, you know, it's, I want more. <laughs> I want more. Unfortunately, there is that e, the, the uh, e-reader levels that are part of the Wii U version uh, mm-hmm. on Super Mario 
advance. Um, yeah. Other another one is I wish the Hammer Brothers suit would come up more often. That said, it did always feel like a treat when it did pop up, but I was always too scared to use it because you know you get hit once and there it's gone. It's like let me use that really cool power up more than once. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just really like Mario Three. Such a good game. Such mm-hmm. yeah, really. How about you, Daniel? Um, just like just a couple quick ones because I want to talk about these games just a bit. Uh, I love to death, um, Paper Mario with the Thousand Year Door. I everyone knows we cannot stand the general white quest of going back to every single location to just Blow be up. go <laughs> go back here and there everywhere especially just killing the pace of that game towards the very end of, of an otherwise like very well balanced, very well paced game. And speaking of pacing also with uh, the original version of GameCube's uh, wind waker doing the Triforce quest, the, the, getting all the charts, all the forces mm-hmm. like that's just another example of something that they, thankfully they did solve. And uh, to an extent in the HD version where they, they, it was a lot more streamlined, but man, like pacing issues like that in games that otherwise have a, a great tempo. It just, it gets on my nerves. Yeah, I could I could understand. Mm-hmm. That. I can say that. No. Yeah. That. We we made it, guys. It's over. Yeah. We did it. I'm just we've got we've got one last super chat from Skullkid Tiger with five dollars. Says Daniel, Ben drowned, told me to recite this message to you on Majora's Mask ex- exploits. You shouldn't have done that. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's God. not good. So also that, yeah. that fate wants me to also, stay. If I'm not incorrect, uh I believe that as we were uh Doing this episode, it rolled over to midnight for the UK, which means it is Spicy Pandaughter's birthday now. Happy oh, birthday! Happy birthday, yeah. happy happy birthday. birthday Spicy! Happy birthday! I believe I saw spicy. that earlier in the uh, patron chat. So, yeah, 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 spicy absolutely. Happy birthday! Spicy Pandaughter is almost always in our streams for Good Vibes Arcade, and we very much appreciate you for that. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for your support. Absolutely. I hope you have a great day today. Hopefully, oh, hopefully you're going correct. to bed okay, soon. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have a good one. Happy happy twenty seventh birthday to Chrono Trigger as well. You have an awesome Ooh. birthday. Oh, oh yeah, that is a good birthday. Day to be born. Yeah, that is that is sad you didn't get it in Europe until much much later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. But with that, we've reached the end of today's show. I've never done an outro for the GVG cast. So, hi, thanks, bye. We're, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's not that different from the last show. Anyway, we have to thank all you guys. It, we couldn't do this show without your support. It means the world to us. Uh, you know, putting on this show once a week is is still a thing that, that takes effort and takes time. And getting everybody together in the same room is nice, even if we're just chatting about video games, touching on the news. We love you guys so, so much. Thank you all for being here, for watching with us. If you're listening on podcast services, we love you too. Just, you know, in the past. Like, we love you a couple days ago, uh, depending on when you <laughs> listen. But if you're here live, it means the world to us. Uh, of course, we have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above. You guys make this show happen. Y'all know that we couldn't quite pull this off without all the uh, support you show us over on Patreon. We'll talk more about what that means in just a little bit. But I do have to give an extra special thank you, as is customary here every Friday on the GVG cast, to our executive producers and above. And those fine folks include none other than Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, 
BeertJ373. I'm sorry. I just, I'm horrible with that one. Critter XD, Kenny Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Diogo RP, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Sapphire, Azran127, Black King, Pagrema, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Orum, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kyed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deneth, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Matt, Michael McCaw, Niminator, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askron 809, Rioner, Captain Finlandia, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pandotter, Happy Birthday Again, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, My Mom, Hi Mom, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Darksteel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jersick, Super Tank Awesome Unicorn Guy, <laughs> Dinner Sonic, Darick, Jeff Ed, Blazestar 25, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Willow Pingree, Santi the Person, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Ryan's Fault, Brainchild, Pat Pending, Jim Wakelin, Lauren Bond, Shridhar Ayala, and finally, last but not least, Gavin Twaddle. Ooh, that is a <laughs> list. a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it, it makes me happy to be able to read that again. It's a privilege uh, to be able to read that list out. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you want to know how you can get a readout on that list, you can join us over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where for as little as $1 a month, you can join the best damn Discord community anywhere on the internet. $5 gets you mm -hmm. a live audience. And... 10 and above gets you into the credits of this and our feature videos that we're doing. Uh, if y'all haven't spotted that, check out some of uh, our more recent features. You'll see your executive producer credit at the end of those. Uh, anyway, that is it for us for this week. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will be back next week at the same bat time, same bat channel right here. Giving you gaming news. We might even get Ash on a PC by then. Who knows? Who knows? We can hope. Anyway, y'all, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Bye. Until we meet again.